Grow With Me provides exercises and tips for living your best life now. This means loving yourself and allowing positive change to find you when you're having fun being who you are. Many of us spend our lives in the future, waiting for things to get better or striving to accomplish the next thing on our to-do list. But we feel most fulfilled when we make a conscious choice to love our life exactly as it is in this moment. I'm your host, Dina Martin. I had this college roommate who I think was wise beyond her years. She said something to me once about relationships that has stuck with me to this day. She said, you either grow together or you grow apart. Fast forward a couple decades later, and I experienced this in my marriage. In my last episode, I talked about how my life trajectory changed when my father took his life back in 2018. That's when I decided I was going to do whatever it takes to feel happy in my own life. And from that point on, I started focusing on loving myself because I knew somewhere in my core that nothing else in life is going to be quite right if I don't first love myself. I could only change myself, and as I focused on my healing, the gap grew between my husband and me. I was in denial about it for a long time. Until one night, I was cooking dinner, listening to my headphones, and this song by Kate Nash came on called Mary Happy. And in the song, she says over and over, I can watch the sunset alone. And it hit me. I can watch the sunset alone. And then there's this huge pit in my stomach as I realized what that meant. And I pushed it down for as long as I could. But within a few months, I found myself in Asheville, North Carolina, at the Grove Park Inn, watching the sunset alone on the terrace. It's one of the most scenic points in the area, and it was amazing. So, of course, I had to take a selfie. And as I did, there was this super dad type guy walking down the steps behind me. He had three kids with one of them on his shoulders. And he came up to me and he said, I'm so sorry I photobombed your picture. I said, no worries. I "I have three kids too. He said, oh, just two of these are mine. One of them is my nephew. And he walks away comes back five minutes later and says, where's your kids? And I told him I was going through a divorce, and he said he was divorced a year ago. He said, do you like running? And I said, yes. He said, do you want to run with me tomorrow? I was like, maybe. And he got my number, and, um, well, he ended up sending pictures of his chest (laughs) in the bathroom, and I thought that was kind of strange, and, you know, that was that. The whole point of me being there was to watch the sunset alone. After my divorce, I said, if I'm ever in a relationship again, it's going to be exactly what I want. No sacrifice, no exceptions. I don't want to be with someone who would grow with me. To me, it means prioritizing ourselves and love of self first and allowing our hearts to guide our lives. When we do this, we're in flow. We experience a deeper connection with one another And everything just moves seamlessly. I have this type of relationship with my kids and even with my pet Yorkie. If I'm ever feeling off, I'm not even saying or doing anything different, but my dog will just come up to me and start barking. She knows and she's saying, this isn't you. I had this idea to do a podcast right as I was coming out of my divorce and I pictured it doing it with someone I had a deep connection with. It didn't take me long to realize I wanted to experience that deep connection with myself. 
I'd been loving myself and prioritizing myself for a few years, but I hadn't been alone for 15 years. I wanted to enjoy my own company. I had these three mantras I would say to myself every day as I work through my fears of being alone. I'm going to share them with you because they're helpful whether you're in a relationship or not. The first one is, I love and accept myself exactly as I am. This is about loving myself unconditionally, not only when things are going well, but when they're not so great, when I'm criticizing myself or feeling unworthy for any reason. The second mantra is, I never need anything but my own love. When I think I need things like a person or anything else, then I stop being who I am to get it. The truth is we don't need anything. We don't even need to be alive. But our hearts choose to be here to love ourselves and experience that love in the things we do. When we prioritize our love over everything else, then the things we want come to us in a way that's best for our soul. So I started needing less and less things outside of me to be happy. I stopped drinking alcohol and even caffeine. These are lifestyle changes that impact things I do and also the types of relationships I enter. I've been using them to feel better and to try to fit in since I was barely a teenager. Before stopping, a typical day for me might be to have a cup of coffee in the morning and then a second cup mid-afternoon to get through that slump in the day. Then I might have a glass of wine or a cocktail as I cook dinner. And then I'd have another glass of wine as I'm settling down in the evening. There's always some sort of chemical keeping me going or helping me feel relaxed. For me, alcohol was the easiest habit to walk away from. I stopped pretty abruptly when I realized I didn't like the way it made me feel anymore. Caffeine took me a few months. At first, I replaced coffee with green tea, and then I drank less and less until I had none. Once I stopped, I had this detox phase that lasted a couple of weeks where I was extremely irritable. I tried to negotiate the change, and I asked my heart one night during meditation what caffeine did to my body. And I had this visual of a heart being squeezed to work harder than it wanted to. Walking away from these habits means I feel more. I deal with my emotions. I also wake up feeling more energized than I have in decades. And I love myself more for listening to my heart and taking care of myself. The third mantra is, I always have every single thing I need and more. This is about trusting myself and trusting my heart. I never really need to worry about anything. I choose to believe everything is working for me, and no matter what happens, everything's an opportunity to learn, grow, and love myself more. So I said these three things every day and throughout the day. I also started taking care of things that I relied on men to help me with in the past. I bought a lawnmower and mowed my own lawn. I got a nice set of tools with a drill and took care of things around the house. I started killing my own bugs. And now, two years after my divorce, I'm not the same person as I was. I feel empowered. I know who I am more than I ever have. I enjoy my own company. And I know that no matter what happens, I'll never need a man to be happy ever again. 
So I was resting a few weeks ago, and these words popped into my head. Grow With Me, a podcast created for people who love life. (laughs) I knew what it meant. I was ready to do a podcast with someone I had a deep relationship with, and that's me. We never need to grow or do anything else, but change is a natural part of life, and it's going to happen no matter what we do or no matter what we don't do. Our hearts have a path carved out for us that's best for our soul, and it's for the highest good of all. This means nothing else will ever be more fulfilling than the plan our heart chooses for us, nor will anything else be more helpful for others. But we have free will and we get the chance to decide. Sometimes we think we know what we want or what we need better than our hearts, but this is just our fears and conditioned belief systems telling us we need these things to be happy, to be safe and secure, or to be loved. You might be thinking, well, this sounds well and good, but how do I know what my heart wants me to do? Everyone has the ability to listen to their hearts. If you're like I was and you have difficulty trusting yourself and trusting your decisions, then it may take practice to hone. It gets easier with time. In the past, I was a people pleaser. I let approval from others guide my decisions. What was great for me about experiencing this is that life never felt quite right because I wasn't living my own life. Feeling that helped me eventually decide this isn't working and I'm going to find my own way. In the end, it made me stronger. Here's a practice to help you listen within. Take five to 10 minutes as soon as you wake up, grab a notebook or a piece of paper and something to write with, and sit with yourself in a quiet place. Close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and say the three mantras I mentioned earlier. I love and accept myself exactly as I am. I need nothing from this day but my own love. I always have every single thing I need and more. Feel into the words and know them to be true. Then ask from within, what do I need to know today? Stay open to receiving. You might receive a response through any of your senses. You could hear it in your head. You could visualize it. You might feel it or just know it. You may receive the information in more than one way, but usually one way is strongest. For me, I hear the most. Now, that doesn't mean my heart is a separate entity that's talking to me. It's the way my body deciphers and communicates the energy it's sensing. Write down anything that comes to mind. Sometimes the answers come in mysterious ways. Maybe you see a symbol or or hear words that don't make any sense at first. You could look out the window and find a clue. Or something comes to you later in the day. Whatever you do, do your best to avoid beating yourself up or feeling frustrated during this exercise. If nothing comes up, write down, I love myself exactly as I am. Today, I will focus on loving myself. And then try the exercise again the next day. We all have the ability to receive intuitive insights from our hearts. So don't ever think it's not going to work for you. As you're listening within, know that the messages from our hearts feel like love. 
They'll be light and airy. If you ever feel dense or heavy, this could be your ego, the place where we're moving from limiting beliefs based on fear or lack. Send love to this energy and refocus. The more you practice this exercise, the more clearly you'll be able to hear your inner guidance. And then you can start incorporating the practice throughout your day so that eventually every decision comes from the heart. Thank you for listening to this episode of Grow With Me. Be sure to follow the show to catch the latest episodes. If you have any feedback or questions about what was discussed, please email me at growwithdina at gmail.com. That's G-R-O-W-W-I-T-H-D-E-N-A at gmail.com.